And so, just like the Dreamwave Championship to my possession, we're back. It's too perfect. <laughs> it was too perfect. And I'm upset. You said, I have an intro. And I said, I, that's great, I don't. And I'm upset I, ne- I didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally directly to my left right now. Uh, it's a beautiful championship. It is. It really is. Uh, so, um, before we even get into the show, really. So, I had family come up for the Dreamwave show for the first time ever. Yes. Super cool. Uh, I do have a picture, which I will post on our Twitter, of my niece wearing not one, but both of my championship titles. (laughs) And her only real comment on this was, this one doesn't weigh as much in regards to the Dreamwave title. I can see from here that the metal on that oh, yeah. Journey Pro... Uh, what is it called again? Now it, new... it is now the Destination Championship. Okay. I knew it was but... Destination. I didn't know if there was anything else. Destination Championship. The metal is... At least yeah. twice as thick. Yeah. yeah. Way <laughs> thicker. It is. Which I would is rather cool, be... but not necessary, quite frankly. Yeah. I would rather be hit in the head with the Dreamwave Championship, I think. Is what same. Big yeah. same. Anyways... Uh, I'm your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, joined by a fellow championship admirer. That Okay, that's my title now. Yes. Um, Brayden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain, otherwise known as the greatest dancer that this world has ever seen. That's actually true. Uh, guys, that's for trucity, as Connor would say. But for he wouldn't trucity? Say it, he wouldn't say it uh, in, in this case, because oh. he... He doesn't think that my dancing was that great. Horseshit. Oh, we're going to get into that, by the way. Yes. Guys, today we're going to break the format a little bit. Uh, I know that's unheard of on the free episodes, but it's just one of those things where... I, Guys, we, we've had busy. this before. We've had this before, and we've talked about it before. Sometimes taking notes is fucking hard. And we don't want this podcast to be something that feels like it's a job. No. We, of you- course... Love. We, we want to rake in profit, for sure. Tell all your friends about the Patreon. But we don't want this to feel like a job. Even if it becomes one. Guys. That would be... Well, if it becomes one, then it's fine. Sure. It feels like it. Because... But it's like... It's not, though. No. We have actual jobs. That's we true. have three jobs, technically, actually. If this Does this count as one? Because if that's the case, then we have four. Which, right? What? No. No, I was three. counting it. No, I no. I was counting yeah. it. Nope, nope. Yeah, you're right. Three. Podcasting, three. wrestling, and, and life. Well, I was going to say Menards for me. Legrano's for me. Yeah. 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 I would call <laughs> anyway, that life. Sure, uh, sure. Folks, regardless. Actually, I think the technical term is shoot. Shoot jobs. Yes. Bang, bang. Pew, pew. Folks, today we're doing a little bit of a chat and store episode with y'all. Uh, we are also on mute watching some total nonstop action television professional wrestling courtesy of Jonathan Pluto. That's true. And it's been, there's a lot of big meaty men hitting a lot of busters and drivers. Yeah, that was, that was uh, Brian Cage defeating Moose via Drill Claw. What is that? Uh, it's basically the Steiner Screwdriver. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I saw the landing, yeah. but I didn't see what set it up. Yeah, drill claw. Uh, I th- pretty cool name for a move. Steiner screwdriver. Also, Steiner screwdriver great... is a very good name for a move. It's also just I like that move. It's oh, one of the it's very terrifying. few 
things that a Steiner has brought to this industry? <laughs> Few. Oof. You notice that? Few. Um... What a terrifying, um, terrifying. Actually, movie. I take that. I take that back. Braun Breaker's pretty awesome. I have. I think I've only seen one Braun Breaker match, and it might have been on the episode of NXT 2.0 that we covered on this show. Yeah, he's he's huge and fast. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, Scott Steiner is huge and slow and clunky. Well, he there was damaged. a time where he was huge and fast. Well, yeah, you see, but that time went it came, it, it came and gone, and, it went. and then Dude. he kept fucking. Going. Meg Meg has pointed this out before to me at least that she's like I want a documentary about how he went from Scott Steiner to what we would call Big Papa Pump yeah because they are not the same fucking person clearly not uh anyways guys we're here today we're gonna do a little bit of a chat in store coming off of a huge 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 we said uh, to to set this up a little bit um there was. A conversation that we had that was like, hey, we're recording this Tuesday, and it's like, yeah, we are. Um, and I and I said, can we do something where we're not taking notes? Because I just really did, needed to not. Um, and he came up, you came up with this idea that yeah. we're going to talk about this Dreamwave weekend, and I said, you sure we're going to have enough talk to talk about yeah. like that? And I was, and you, you were like, yeah. We now can, keep in mind, can... this this conversation was a few days before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, y- you said, yeah, we can put some other stuff in there, of course, but I'm yeah. sure we'll have plenty to talk about. I was like, all right. Uh, and then the Dreamwave weekend happened. We have plenty to talk about, Oh, guys. we got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot to say, guys. Um, so I say if it's up with you, or if it's up with you, if it's cool with you, let's get into it. Well, we can talk about a few things before that. Because sure. there's a couple things I want to hit. Number yeah, one, by all means. Conan. Have you seen... Why are we talking about Conan? Have you seen this thing that he said about Takeshita? I think is how you say that. Takeshita is the way you say it. I don't... No, I, I don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about right now. You've and seen, I don't know why Conan is talking about Takeshita at all. You're immediately going to get angry once you hear what my next sentence is. You've seen the clip, or... Uh, you've probably seen the whole match, but you've at least seen the clip of Takeshita doing the fucking Eddie Guerrero taunt before the frog splash. Uh, yeah. Also, I have seen the whole match, and... It's very good. To no one's surprise. To catch the fucking rules. Like, like, I, it, like, he's one of those people right now that to me is just an undeniable good. Mm-hmm. He only has, I don't even think he only has good matches. He only has great matches. I love it. And he's almost immediately in that, uh, like, we talk about Rollins on here a lot for a guy that can lose all the time. Yeah. You know, and is. Takeshita almost, for me at least, is almost immediately there because I think he's won like one match in AEW. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not serious. I can only think of one off the top of my head. I'm not serious. No, I am serious. <laughs> I fucked that up. But like, no. Uh, what I'm saying is Takeshita loses all the time, and nobody gives a shit. He's just fucking awesome. Yeah. So. I don't know. This WrestleMania posted this on Twitter. Sure, it's a picture of Takeshita. Says this is apparently this is some interview that he had or something. He said is it this from somewhere. his podcast because Conan has a podcast. Probably, I because it's just can't it's, possibly be bothered to try to listen to it. But no, no, no. Um, Conan 
Okay, so this is what it says. It's This is a quote from Conan. This is okay. the entire tweet. There's okay. nothing more to this. There's sure. not even a link to an article, so I'm assuming it's probably from the podcast. Okay. Um, well, Takeshita, whatever, he's got heat with me. And he's lucky I wasn't in El Paso <laughs> because he went up and did the Eddie Guerrero thing for the Frog Splash. You're not Mexican, dude. I don't care. Stick to your nationality. Hold on. There, there, there's a lot of bullshit. Un- that... There, there what is the fuck on so much to unpack with that. Can I can I start with what I think is like the the easiest thing yeah, to get over? Sure. You're lucky I wasn't in El. What what the fuck were you gonna do, you Ninja Turtle looking piece of shit? <laughs> like I can walk away from Conan faster than he can move at any point right now. He he is a beaten down piece of shit. I my my nephew is the most boring child I've I know in my in my life. He could oh beat the ever living fuck out of Conan. Jesus. So what what? I'm, I'm How did you the, insult both of them? Oh god, he's so standard. What? Do you, it's it's disgraceful. What do you mean? Uh, some of the family we we got to eat at Bash. Yeah. Gets a burger, which okay, I get it. That's literally the name of the restaurant. I'm not telling yeah. you, you know, whatever. Gets the most standard burger of all time. And I go, hey man, do you want to try some of the sushi? Like, because other people... And he's like, no, I don't like it. And I go, oh, have you tried it? No. Well, how do you know you don't like it? Well, it has cucumber in it. You don't like cucumbers? Well, I don't know. And I at that point, I just got heated. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, man, okay. if I you see. don't like it, that's fine. But you got to at least try it, you basic bitch. I think even I got a burger with egg on it. Sure. I seem to do that when you and I go out somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> where where burgers are a thing. I, I, dude, you have to. It's so good. Maybe someday. I actually prefer an egg on my burger to bacon. That's unbelievable to me. And, and I'll even go a, a slight step further. If there's an egg on my burger, I prefer bacon not be on it. To me, the, the bacon gets in the way of the egg. I would rather I, I take the bacon off and I eat it first and then I eat the burger because I like it better. Here's the thing. I like the bacon better separate. Here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna take the mature route here. I can't I cannot accurately argue with me as I don't eat eggs on my burger. If I get to a point wherein I do, mm, yeah, I'll go there. And then if I go further and put a bacon on an egg on a burger. Then I can weigh in on this, but I'm not going to be that guy that weighs in on shit that I haven't experienced. I'm, but but this I, is I'm, I'm this is maturity. This no, 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 is no. professional. I this don't is like personal this, growth. I don't like it. I don't like the personal I would rather growth. Rather be immature. Here's the thing. I kind of want to hear if, what you think about. Okay, this. then fine. Having not done it in my you uninformed opinion, there. sure. In my uninformed opinion, if I'm having a burger with an egg on it, I need that bacon. I okay. need that. Ba- I need to feel like I'm having a breakfast as a burger. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to say you ought not have bacon on that egg burger. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll gonna, tell you this. I'm not going to. You know what? If I could get like a, I, I'm going to call it a mini omelet. Like give me a, a cup, like one or two scrambled eggs, but like, for me, give me some pepper and onion, mm. put in those eggs, put that on a burger, serve that to me before 12 o'clock noon with a Bloody Mary, I'm on board. Okay. Now, I know that's an unbelievably detailed and specific experience. You know what I want now? What's that? I want an egg burger 
with hash browns on it. See I'm that potato I, on a burger. I I can give you the I might be willing to give you the potato on a burger because if it's later in the day and you get <laughs> no I'm dead serious. You, I uh, love how much I love how but I love how much you you base the time in general yeah. off of what you consume because you're a big uh, you don't want Arnold Palmer's unless it's summer. Hot Goddamn right. To me, I'd be like, if you got one, I'll take it. What? See, I would take one okay. right now because I just like the flavor of it. That's what wild. I'm about. That, like that's, a bush, I have bush apple at my house right now. See, that's wild. That's fascinating to me because, like, okay, specifically for the Arnold Palmer, because you, yeah. you just you just reference it. It is currently thirty ish degrees outside. It's windy and cold. If you were to offer me an Arnold Palmer right now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't take it, but I am going to say I would say, "Do you have anything else?" <laughs> okay. Like, Interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, for me, time of day, the 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 conditions around me really influence the shit that I like to eat and the shit that I like to drink. So if you if I had an Arnold Palmer in my hand that I just pulled out of your refrigerator, refrigerator sure. and it this was been blasting all day, no my, ventilation. He, in the house. You can't see it, but he's pointing to the super awesome electric fireplace that we happen to have here. It's just it's hot in this house. Yes. Is that what you're saying, or does it no. have to be? It's okay. honestly, so it's, it's, it's it is not... a truly mental thing okay. where I viewed I viewed as uh, I love uh, summer shandy. I fucking love summer shandy. Yeah, I understand people that don't, and when I try to describe it to people that haven't had it, there's not a good way to describe it. When I'm like, oh, it's like lemonade and beer together. It doesn't I, sound great, exactly, when, when and I, and I like it, and I know that doesn't sound great. Yeah, but goddamn, when it gets like I above bet you I would seven, like that. Dude. I think I would. Again, hot summer, on a long hot summer day, like a fucking summer shandy. Oh, it we just. <laughs> we've deviated so far from. Don't from care. Conan. Gonna keep it going. Uh, I like a chill. I like chili in fall and winter. Mm. I don't normally care for it otherwise. Same thing with pot roast. Like a good pot roast with some mashed potatoes. I don't really like it unless it's shitty out. Um,. Uh, the only uh, thing I think I'm like that is like I I wouldn't want a hot cocoa in in the summertime even if I'm inside. Sure, sure. I'm a big hey. Here's the thing that pisses me off. It's tangentially related, and then sure. we'll come back to this. When I'm wearing a sweatshirt and jeans mm. in summertime, and people are like, "What the fuck are you doing? It's hot out." Yeah, it's cool in. Get off my ass. Okay, fair enough. Um. Anyway. Um. Uh, I'll 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 add to your. You don't like a hot cocoa in the summertime, which I completely get, and I am inclined to agree with, actually. I don't even drink hot cocoa maybe once a year, at best. It's so rare, yeah. Um, Much more nuanced, or not nuanced, but condensed, I guess I should say here. Hot coffee, for me, morning. After that, I like an iced coffee. Oh, okay. When I'm, I'm like, honestly, like, the first thing that I do in the morning now, and I'm I'm still high on this getting up early thing, right? I start that fucking coffee maker. It might be a K-cup. It might be a small pot. I don't care. Coffee in the morning. You know it, what? It, for, it get, I know it sounds like um, uh, cliche. Gets me going. You know what, though? What's up? I think I agree with you. Fuck yeah. Because I find myself... 
itching for more of like a if I have if if I have an inkling for a coffee y flavor. Yeah. I'll get one of them Starbucks double and or, or triple shot sure. in the the 16 ounce can. Yeah. Love those. They're very good. Sometimes I want a French vanilla cappuccino. Yeah. From the machine. Uh, and you- I think I've never ever explored this, but I think it's because if it's the morning, that's when I'm really um Craving that that French that vanilla, rush. yeah. So I think there's some science there. Yeah. Um, have you tried the the Black Rifle cold coffee ones that I drink oh, all yeah. the time yet, my man? But you like coffee. I here's the thing, the those ones specifically are way more up your alley than what you think. Okay. Okay. The, it, it's, yeah, I'll it's, absolutely. It's more of a competitor with like what you're saying, your Starbucks canned coffees or your frappuccino, you know, whatever. It's a much lighter. But you get that big one with the red label on the top. That's 300 milligrams of caffeine in that fucking can. Oh, my God. Yes. My, dude, the other day, it was a stressful day at work. I had four in, oh the, in the course of a day. I don't think uh, you should. Probably not. Uh, but, oh, man, they're fucking good. Um, are, are we going to keep just, like, going? Because I had actual things to talk please. about with the Conan thing. Oh, yes. Conan. Yeah. Fuck Conan. He's an idiot. To catch the fucking rules. Yeah. Um, did we finish? Did we put a bow on that conversation though? Not yet, because was it his thing that he 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 has heat with him because he's not yes. Latino? No, I meant is that did what we it put is? a bow on the time of day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's a bow. Okay, yeah. there's a bow there. I don't know why I'm obsessed with putting a bow on. Bow. Anyway, so back bow. to Conan. So there's a lot to unpack here. We yeah. we just started with the anyone anyone could beat the shit out of you, yeah. Conan. Like number two. It's like the smallest. It's a tribute, ultimately. Yes. But it's the small. It's a. It's a taunt. Spe- he's not. It's specifically it's, for Eddie. It's not specifically for a Mexico. Li- li- it's Mexico not, or yeah, Latino I don't, person. It's just and plus. But also, like Eddie is undeniably just, like universally agreed to be one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. So the idea that Takeshita, who probably is influenced by Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Like that that wouldn't surprise me at all, and if I really thought about it, I could probably connect those dots. Why not? Also, who cares? I don't, I don't know. Like I would be more mad if somebody did the. Um, I'm not saying I would be more mad, but I would be more willing to understand some, someone being upset if you went to the top rope and did the very long, slow throat slash with your thumb across your neck, and then did a diving headbutt. <laughs> I okay. can understand yeah. someone being yeah bothered by such a thing. Yeah. And I can also understand the argument of, oh, it's a tribute. That ain't gonna help. Yeah, yeah. This, to me, is both harmless and good at the same time. Yeah, also... Fuck, Conan. You're not Mexican, dude. I don't care. Stick to your nationality. That is just... What... Are we even doing? So like, what I, do you I, mean? I know that you don't follow like New Japan that super closely, but do you know why Naito's thing is this? And I'm holding my one eye open with my fingers for those I of you not. listening. It is because he left Japan and spent several months, a year-ish, whatever plus, working in Mexico, and they mm. made fun of him over there for his eyes by holding their eyes open at him. So he then took that and made it into a taunt 
and went back to Japan and became a huge star. Yeah. So, That's okay, awful. Conan, it is. It definitively is. Like, props to him for flipping it on them. But yes. it shouldn't have fucking happened in the first place. So, you know what, Conan, if it's okay for those people to do that to Naito, I think that this thing from Takeshita is totally fucking fine. Yes, I got really, really, really fucking upset when I saw this. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Um, so I quote tweeted it, and I tagged the man. Um, just when we thought at Conan5150 was as dumb as he could possibly get, he says this shit. I'm yeah. two years in and you couldn't lace my boots. Shut up and go back to riding coattails. Sure. Um, I'm going to continue to tweet at Conan um, when I think of stuff that is creative. Um, I did. Dude, the more the more today. that you learn about him, the more you're going to hate him. Yeah, I, I really do. He he was a soap opera actor who got drafted into wrestling from like the Mexican promotions because he had a good look and he was jacked and he was super popular on TV. Like, and now here's the thing. Having said that, he was immensely successful. Like he was for a for a for a time, yeah. it, and I'm a time. He was in essence the Mexican equivalent to a Hulk Hogan because he came from, like, soap operas are immensely popular there. He was already a huge star and a huge television name and then he became a, you know, professional wrestler. Wrestling's huge in Mexico. Like, sure, I get it. That was was ages ago. He was like if The Miz never tried to get better. Yeah, honestly. Like, imagine if they had just, yeah, if The Miz was... Now in 2023, what he was in 06, question mark? Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so I tweeted this um, today. I saw a clip of at Conan5150 doing an Irish whip, and he's lucky I wasn't in Georgia, because you're not <laughs> Irish, dude. I don't care. Stick to your nationality. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. Bottom line, fuck... Conan. Love it. So, um, that was, that's that. Other, only other thing I have to talk about, um, before we get into, technically, I guess, the main event. Yes. Um, I ha- I got a car. Fuck yes. I do want to talk about this. Actually, I'm so this excited to talk about this. This is a into the day. This is actually the... the you want to use this, this as the launch pad? This is the prologue sure. for what we're about to talk about, actually. So, we'll just start this one story here. Um, we go to look at a red Nissan Altima, I think. Yeah. Uh, some 2020 thing or whatever. Um, Was it on the lot Duffy's. across from Lou's? No, at Duffy's? Okay. Yeah. Um, we're, we're looking at that at Duffy's on Friday. Okay. Um, it's pretty close to close at that place, at the Duffy's. Um, we go around the corner to where the red one was. It was not there anymore. Mm. It had sold earlier that day. Oh, fuck. while we were there, my mom was like, there was also this one that we found on the website. And it was this... Now, is this, this stuff that, like, she's looking for, or is it a collaborative effort, or... Both. Okay, okay. We're all kind of... In on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Because yeah. It, they're, mo- they're in on it because I'm using their vehicles right now. Right. 
That's their motivation to get Right, me but I mean, like, I'm, I'm asking yeah. in the sense of, like, are is the family being like, here's what you should get, or is it... They're helping. Is, okay, yeah, I, okay. And okay. I'm asking them, because they, they, they're more sure. knowledgeable about this sort of thing. But, um... Uh, where was I? Well, like, oh, yeah, so... The red thing was gone. Yeah. No Nissan. We are... We're, we're going around the corner, and my mom's like, there was also this one we found on the, yeah. the website, and it's this, this, this... Guys, I've un- seen this I've seen this new ride. It's fucking awesome. It's unfuckwithable fucking... This this unbelievable white with black accents, got carbon fiber wrap on the... Uh, on the door handles, on and, all and kinds mirror. of shit. It's got black rims, red leather interior, 2021 Toyota Camry, XSE. Yeah. It... Has everything and then some. I'm sure I haven't found the toaster yet. I'm sure it has it. You know, um, but anyway, so long story short, actually, I'll go into it a little bit more detail. Um, we're looking at it, and I'm like, Mom, this is, we should get this one. And my, yeah. and my mom's like, we just, this is the first one that we've actually physically looked at. Are right. You sure. This is the first one. Sure. Because, you, you know, she's trying to tell you, like, and shop around, weigh your options, you know, whatever. And I said, Mom, 2021, 20,000 miles. Yeah. That's what I would call brand new. Do you think we will find something better than this? Yeah. And she went, fair enough. Right. <laughs> like. Yeah, because two years old and only 20,000 miles is 3,000. Like, yeah, that's that's commuter miles. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. 3,000 miles a month on the average is nothing, especially out here in the Midwest. I always feel the need to clarify that because I know, like, we we have our friend Peter who listens across the pond and everything else. Yeah. But if we do have listeners who are not from this area, guys, it's – everything is far away out here. (laughs) It is. Like, it's it's not uncommon. Like, Meg has a 30-minute commute to her job and back – one way, to there and then 30 minutes every day. If you're – if you live in Ireland – 30 minutes will get you just about a quarter across the whole country. Yeah. Like, it, I think. It's, it's roughly. But No, I I know what you're saying. It's, like, it's not like, like, it's... Cause it, I, it, I remember we landed in Dublin when I went to, for our choir trip. And we had, our first stop was, I believe, in Galway, which is yeah. like the opposite end. And it was only like two hours. Mm. Uh, whenever I was over in England for the that little Mega Slam tour that I did a few years ago, at one point they said, like we were talking about you know distance travel for shows, yeah. and I was like, yeah, you guys keep bitching about this. This ain't nothing, you know, because at that at that point in the tour I'd gotten comfortable yeah. because they were like, oh, you know, it's an hour and fifteen minutes long drive, and I'm like. My man, <laughs> my man. I don't, I don't think you've had a long drive. You, you haven't know? had a like, long drive until you wake up at seven in the morning to head your ass up to fucking Des Moines, down yep. to Kansas City, back and then back again. Yeah, get back at seven in the morning the, the next, next day. day Twenty four fucking hours. Like that's a, that that one's fucking long. And I, I, dude, I blew their minds. I was like, guys, when I was wrestling in North Dakota once a month, I was happy when they ran in Fargo because it was only. 10 hours each way. Like, we would leave at, like, Thursday evening to get there Friday morning. Yeah. Just so we could sleep all day and then do the Friday night show. Like, you know. Anyways, so, back to the car shopping. You find it. Yeah. So, we look at it. I'm pretty dead set on it. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, the next morning, so I message you, and I'm like, hey, would it be okay, because I know the Duffy's opens at 9 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, would it be okay if I buy a car tomorrow morning? Because I know that setup I thought was 9, but it ended up being 10. Right. So I was like, this process is going to take a second, you know, I don't want to like... But it's kind of one of those things where I want to get this because... This is going to be the best option. Right. And it's probably not going to sit on that lot for very long. No. That that 2008 like, Dodge Challenger with the red, white, and blue camo wrap is going to be I there, though. I saw somebody driving it today. No. Hand to God. Dude, Hand to God. Dealers- now, I don't, I don't know. It might be somebody who owns the dealership and works yeah, for it. maybe. Maybe they're just getting it out there to make sure it still runs. I'm just unbelievable that it... Um, what? I'm just... Shocked that anyone would t- even test drive that. For, that I should I should have paid attention to the plates, honestly. But I did see that car literally today out on the highway. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but between the, the that dealer dealership that I, and like Walmart. Yeah, the so. dealer that I talked to literally said to me, "Yeah, we're probably gonna close our doors for good with that car in our possession still." Yeah, no one's gonna buy that. Like, there's no way. Like, I <laughs> joked about it. I joked about it with my siblings. Even they're like. Don't, because they thought I was serious. I was like, I'm, I'm not buying that. No, like, guys, we're talking about a Dodge Challenger that has a uh, gray, white, and I would call it rust brown camo color scheme, like wrapped on it. It's weird. Like it looks like something that the Dudleys wore in like the early to mid aughts. It really, it looks exactly like the Dudleys uniform. The, yeah, that camo, dude. Oh, it's bad. Ah. Uh. But anyway, um, long story but yeah, so short, like I, I messaged back and was like, yeah, absolutely, of course. So we we went nine a.m. Yeah, we were there. Love it, purchasing it and such. Hell yeah, good on so, you, my man. Very now happy. Now I for have you. this. This thing is sick, dude. I drove Sweet. for. Tw- I went to the dispensary the other day. Yeah, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, on the interstate, like to get to Ottawa, right? I think from LaSalle. Give or take, yeah. Um. So, I'm driving on the interstate. I have my crew set to 75. People mm-hmm. are in front of me. They they move over, and I'm going past them. Uh, semis blocking the road. Got to slow down, all that stuff. I drove the whole way, and I didn't move my feet. Mm-hmm. I had my crew set, and if, it slow, if people were in my way, it would slow down and keep yeah. a good distance until they merged, or if I merged, then I would go around... It this car is fucking awesome. So we talked about this in the group chat when it happened or whatever. I love that having adaptive cruise and lane assist makes you like. Uh, my my parents have a an Explorer that's loaded to the gills. Yeah, or whatever. Right. My dad talks about this. Yeah, it has lane assist. It has predictive cruise control. It has the warning thing where if you drift too far to one side of the lane, it vibrates to keep you back on. He's like, yeah, I don't really have to do anything when I'm in this. And I'm like, okie dokie. He he says having a swig of bush light as we go down the highway. Oh, like, God. Um, no, hell yeah. I love it. Uh, I got to the venue, had you take me for a ride in this new ride. It's fucking dope. Yeah. It's so sharp. I love it. It's I can't awesome. wait for the next Rocket Pro Day. Right? And I'm sure you can't either. <laughs> I'm stoked. I am pumped. Um, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into Dreamwave. Dreamwave, in with the out crowd. 
Yes. Uh, I we we've we've talked Dreamwave on here before. You can find it on whatever episode that's on. I don't even know. I will say this. My position, spot, experience, whatever with Dreamwave now is different than it was back then. But, you know, there was three, four years where Dreamwave wasn't a thing. Yeah. I'm older. I'm a different person now than I was then. This, that, and the other. I have different relationships with the people involved, you know. Mm. And... Bossman Jay, uh, like a day or two before, texts me to tell me, might set an attendance record. Mm. And I says, yeah, because we, we had known for weeks that the show was sold out. Yeah. And I go, yeah? And he goes, yeah. Uh, they released a few extra tickets because, different setup this time, the merch was downstairs. For those of you who don't know, the Knights of Columbus has um, at least three levels to it. It is an endlessly huge building full of hidden rooms, passageways, and all this other shit, a lot of which I'm not even privy to. Yeah. But um, I, I go, so how many tickets are out there? And he told me, well, this many were released, this many got sold in person at Legrado's, this many got gave, given away for a Facebook giveaway or a radio ad giveaway. And I started doing the math, and I was like, it's just under 500 people. And then a few more got released like the week of the show with due to the new layout with not having uh, space occupied for merch. So I'm going to say we had, and when I say just under, I mean just under, counting staff, hangers on and whatever else, we had 500 people in that place. Yeah. So Packed. That doesn't seem... Physically possible. No. Or structurally possible. Man, I keep thinking someday that third floor is going down. <laughs> Brother, it's... J-Mac... <laughs> they don't J-Mac... make them like they used to as far as buildings, dude. No, Holy dude. shit. J-Mac, uh, at Justin Isn't Funny on Twitter. I guess mm-hmm. he's a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. He's yeah, we'll, we'll allow it. Um, he actually said, dude, I keep waiting for this... I keep waiting for this this top floor to fall. fall. I want it to. Right. I, I want them to. They, they keep telling us they're going to remodel, and they never do. I want them to have to remodel. Let's force their hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it, like we we did touch on this on one episode somewhat recently, but it's worth reiterating. It's a good business time period right now for the independents, specifically in the Midwest. Yeah. Anarchy selling out. Rocket Pros selling out and drawing huge crowds. You know, one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. Dreamwave, massive, massive sellout. And also, in regards to the conversation I had with the boss, the biggest gate, so far as like Dreamwave goes, well, then you get into those shows that had Brett there or Sean there or Flair there. But the gate considers those tickets that were bought just for autographs and meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Taking that out of the equation. This was the biggest gate that Dreamwave ever had. Mm. Which I think is a fair point to make because, like, yeah. let's be honest, those other shows, there were guys who bought a ticket, got their shit signed by Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart, and then they left. Yeah. So, to me, when I think the biggest gate that Dreamwave ever had, this was it. It's crazy. It's what a time to be alive. Right? <laughs> and I'm on the other side of the guardrail. That. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not. 
real yet. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, Very I hear you. A dream. Wave. <laughs> I didn't expect you. <laughs> I didn't expect you to do that, but um yeah. I was making that reference. Thank you for being Okay, up. so you you went through like your first part of the day what was purchased and you knew sick fucking riding all. Uh so my day uh I had had a friend of the show, Sage Phillips, had come up the night before, stayed at my place, which a lot of people do. My home is always open to wrestlers. Um, I woke up uh, Saturday morning around 7.30 or 8. I made breakfast for myself, Sage, and Berna. He came over to eat. Yeah, you threw that offer to me, too. And I was just like... You got a lot of shit to do. Well, before, before I had that... Like mm-hmm. Thursday, before we even looked at this vehicle and I was set on it, you threw that out, uh, opportunity out there and I was like, I cannot get up that early. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, even, n- no judgment. Um, anyways, did that, sent them along their way. Uh, after they left, friend of the show, Austin, came by. Mm-hmm. I did the first episode of his podcast, which is coming out soon, which we are going to be sp- advertised on question so uh check so that out i would he asked me to like record an advertisement and yes. then, like i never brought it up to you and forgot about it <sighs> yeah we'll do that eventually yeah but yeah because i wanted you to be on it too i didn't want it to do oh no yeah yeah, yeah yeah of course not. um so did that so this is all my it, this is all my early morning or whatever get up make breakfast to the guys the guys leave do this interview okay cool get dressed go to the nights for just I, I think I was there for like 20 minutes or whatever. Touch base with everybody, you know, make sure everything's cool. Austin's wanting to film some shit and do some backstage is, work for DreamWorks. Is that when you stopped by to take a ride with me? That is correct. Okay. I think that, well, maybe 30 minutes. I bet from the time that I touched that parking lot to the time that I left was about 30 minutes. <laughs> left there, go to Planet Fitness, lift, uh... Con my way into getting into the tanning booth early because I didn't even have 24 hours yet. Because at this point, uh, my brother and our youngest brother and his wife and my sister and her kids messaged me. They're like, Hey, if you still want to have lunch together, we're going to be there in like 30 minutes. And at this point, I'm like, Fuck. So leave Plant Fitness, go back to my house, change, get dressed, get Meg, get my gear bag, all that other fun wrestling shit. Drive from here to Ottawa. Have sushi slash burger slash whatever with the family. Leave there. Go straight to the venue. And then I'm there until the show's over. So it was a very busy day for your boy, Tom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Got to the venue. Um, I'd already been told, like, the behind-the-beads curtain details of... What Behind my the match? Beads? Yes. Behind the beads, <laughs> uh, details of what my match was uh, going to be and everything else. So I already had my gears turning. Yeah. Um. Hung out for a good long while. Uh. Yeah. Didn't have a whole lot to do for a bit, honestly, until uh, Vic got there. So. You want to start talking about like the process of your guys' match, or had it even begun at this point? We had some vague ideas. We were running through. Um, we were running through like maybe because we knew that. Uh, well, I okay. So let's 
go all the way back. Sure. I know that it's going to be me, Connor, and Berna yes. versus Hunter, Holdcraft, 12 Gauge, and Lil Guido. Yes. I knew that. Right. So, I have some ideas that are like floating around, nothing super specific. Right. I go through a 12 Gauge, and we know that. Of course, Lil Guido's not going to be taking the heat in this. Match. No. So we're planning like hope spots and stuff that we want to get in mm-hmm. with 12 gauge and stuff like that. Like small things. We're waiting for Connor to get there because he had some bullshit to do in his Yeah, he morning. had his fucking real job going on, that piece yeah. of shit. Him and his fucking gameful employment. Fuck you. That's that that <laughs> stupid shit he had to do in the morning. But anyway. um, I got to go try to tell people to come to the Decor College. <laughs> yeah. Or you can graduate to be mayor of Decorah. <clears throat> anyway, um but ultimately, yes. I know in the back of my mind, well I feel in the back of my mind, Lil Guido's word is law here. So yeah. I don't want to have anything specific until like we know you know, like I don't know. You, you know guys I mean? were also like kind of I don't want to say behind the eight ball, but I, I will say there's a lot going on here. Uh, Hunter is on maybe ten matches ish, give or take. Yeah, something like he's that. He's he's in that range. Yeah, twelve isn't what I would call like exper- like a savvy vet or anything. So there's well, he, that. His debut was the same day as mine. You heard me. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know everything else plus like Guido's not there yet. Connor's not there yet. You know what I mean? Like there, there's, there's yeah. a lot of factors here. Yeah, I'm just trolling you. Uh, I know. But so while this is going on, I'm kind of just like hanging out and saying hi to everybody. Yeah, I, you could. <laughs> at one point, I came up to you and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I was told that you were supposed to agent this." Yeah. It, and that was your exact response, <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that's great because I need someone to put this together." Because uh, I was so nervous because I don't like not being able to put it together. You right. Know I mean, I, I, li- I like it if everyone was there. I could be like, hey, Connor, what do you think? Of- right. Sure. Then it becomes an effort. Because yeah. also I want Connor to be there to put a majority of this together for right. obvious reasons. Yeah. Like, it, that was something that I was tasked with. And I was kind of like, I mean, yeah, I can. But, like, ultimately, like, ooh, that was slick. Um, yeah. You know, ultimately, Guido's the guy here. You know, yeah. like like that guy's been on fucking pay per views for a lot of major companies. Like, the fuck am I gonna say? You know, He's like part of the biggest joke that has ever come from this podcast. That argue, too, argue that too. So, uh, yeah, like my my involvement in that honestly was bare minimum. Really, because there there just wasn't much I could. Yeah. Um. But eventually, from my perspective, uh, so Vic got there. Everything got hammered out with him on like, hey, this is the story that we're telling. This is where we're going going forward. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sweet, got it. Um. Y'all had a lot to pull off. I I want to say I I okay. I'm gonna take a side tangent here because then I kind of want to get just into the show as a whole. Uh. Vic Capri is the man. Yeah. First and fucking foremost. And I have a, a, another thing to come back to about that. Like, if you're listening to this and you don't know who Vic Capri is, look him the fuck up. 
uh, one of the best, most underrated, underutilized, underappreciated wrestlers, uh, in my opinion, of the past 30 years. And I, I have, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 no one can argue that with me. Like, if you were to make a list of top five or ten guys that fit those qualifications, Vic's in the top end of that list. Period. Uh, yeah, we did have a lot to pull off, like, so far as the match or whatever, because if you don't follow the Dreamwave product, basically, here's the situation. It's heel on heel, which is already hard. Uh, both of us with groups of people behind us. Um, both of us being presented as top guys. Okay, cool. And we're going to do a turn and a title switch. All of that in <laughs> one match. Yeah. Um, and it's not a gimmick match. That's another thing, too. Like, we don't have, you know, plunder necessarily to play yeah. with. Because that could make it easier. Of course. Yeah. When, when, you, when you're in a situation like that, it speaking from experience, it does. Yeah. Because you still have to keep the audience engaged. And guess what? If something's going fucking weird as far as the story, ah, shit, here's a trash can lid. Yay, everyone pops. Right? Like... Um, yeah. However, I was going more for like if you were using more of the weapons than Vic was. Sure. That would no, no, it makes yeah. the storytelling easier. Yeah, that's by, what by, I was by a hundred yards. But I like yeah, your yeah. your point too. Yeah, just keeping the crowd up. Yeah. Um, now, having said all of that, I will say this, and then we can get back into the rest of the show, and we'll come back to my shit. Uh, I felt like what we did was excellent. I'm not saying that just to like gas myself up. I thought me and Vic's match was very good. I thought it told a good story. I thought it got all the points across. I thought it was over, especially at the right points. And the next day, when the show went up on IWTV, I got home from work and I watched it. And then I messaged Vic uh, afterwards and just said, dude, you're the man. Um, me and him had like a real cool moment right before we went through the curtain. You guys were, were like right there for it. Yeah. But... Uh, I messaged him like the next night after I rewatched it and I said, dude, like you're the man. If I can become a fraction of the man and professional wrestler you are, I will have had a good life and a good career. I I, I love you. I, I, I just love working with you. Because like me and Vic have had a handful yeah. of matches like very sporadically. Yeah. And uh dude, he almost immediately messaged me back and said, No, dude, I loved it. Uh nothing but respect for you. I love working with you. It's always easy. Everything flows. Put me over big and it's one of those things where it's like I know it doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but like getting a message from a guy like that, fuck man, that mean that means yeah. a lot to me. You know, yeah. like that 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 made my whole fucking weekend. You know, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we had a real intense moment like right before we went through the curtain, where we're in the back and like the match before us is wrapping up and everything, and like I'm telling Vic, I was like, hey, you know, I'm good, you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, and. Uh, He's never going to listen to this, so I don't care. And if he gets hot about it, I don't care. But uh, he, like, pulls me in real close, and he goes, Hey, dude, after all these injuries that I've had recently, like, my head's not been right. Thank you for doing this for me. And I was like, No, nah, we got this. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's fucking yeah. tear it up. Let's have a main event. And then, like, we're just, like, psyching each other up. Like, yeah, right, yeah. going through the curtain or whatever. Like, but it was because he said that. Like, yeah. And it was, it like... Like I said, Vic's the fucking man. But for him to have that moment where it was almost like he was doubting that we could fucking deliver, and then we, in my opinion at least, nailed it. And then, like, coming back to that conversation the next night, that was really fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like, that was really, really important to me. 
Hell yeah. I feel like we just got, like, the the climax of this story. Right. Right away. <laughs> well, now, anyways. <laughs> no, um, no, there's a fuck ton to, to talk about with this Absolutely, show. Absolutely, because when Lil Guido finally got there. Yes. Um, I don't know why I said finally. It wasn't, he wasn't late. <laughs> um, when he got there, um, he was so chill. Yeah. Like, he just, it's like, no care in the world. Dude, um, like... Some of the things that 12 Gage has told me about the working experience with him is so funny to me. But I can't wait to hear your take on it's, it. It's, uh, yeah. So, number one. Yeah. Now that I've called a match with him. Yeah. I think I got his voice down pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, he's introducing himself. We're, like, trying to put stuff together and stuff like that. And, um... He's like, we're, we're, he, when he first came in, we were all getting changed, and he was like, um, we were telling him some ideas, we had some general ideas or mm-hmm. whatever for the match, more Connor sort of thing, and he's like, eh, yeah, I'll do whatever, you know, yeah. whatever, I'll come back later, we can talk it out, or something like that. Yeah. It just, I'll do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> it's great. So, um, uh, we start talking out some details and stuff. Like he comes back in the the room, we're all uh, he we're putting stuff together, getting some details ironed out. And this is my favorite part of calling this match. Yes. Um. At one point, so he doesn't really know us, of course, because mm-hmm. he's never met mm-hmm. us before. But like we're all standing yeah. in a circle. I he's confused as to who his uh, tag team partners are because yes. we're not. Lined up right. Like, right. If he and Berna switched, we would have been lined up perfectly. Sure. Like, this basically where the orientation of the room was. Um, so, so, at one point he turns to me and goes, so, uh, wait, I I tag you in? And I go, <laughs> no. And then I, I, I explain it to him, but just that, just the immediate, no. no. <laughs> I'm calling that, that was pretty funny. Um, at one point we're, we're going through, we're going to just add a little waterfall um, oh, I hope this is the thing that Gage told me about because this this sent me on on a a, a tirade. Go on. Um, if it's not that next, please. okay, okay. Um, at one point we're pitching the waterfall. He did, which he didn't know what that was. Okay, so that's what it is. Oh, okay. Go on with that because I. Think- so for those of you listening who don't know, a waterfall is typically a sequence that you see in matches that have. You, you can do them in a tag match, but typically it's in a six-man or a multi-man, you know, a scramble of sorts. And it is, in essence, I hit a move on this guy, this guy hits a move on me, somebody hits a move on that guy, and so on and so forth until we all take chill out, take a nap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 12 gauges tell me that you guys go to call this waterfall, and at some point, little Guido says, what the fuck's a waterfall, or whatever, like, doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And at this point, he's telling me this story, and I go, horseshit that he doesn't know what it is. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, I've seen him do it. I've well, watched. he doesn't it. call it that. But here's the thing. I've watched enough six-man tags from WCW to know they all had a waterfall <laughs> yeah. in them. I think the, that was probably, honestly, the first time I'd ever seen that done, even back before I knew that's what it was called. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, 12 Gage told me, like, the, 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 the quote was something like, 
Oh, you kids today do all this fancy shit. I never did any of that. And I'm like, yes, you did, motherfucker. I've I seen it. I never like, that. Maybe, maybe it was just one. a quote that I, I, I absolutely loved, though. But, okay, at, yes, please. At some point, um, I just found this interesting that this quote came from from him. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I, I don't know why, but I, I it just... Anyway, let me get... At some point, Cannon was in the background, and he chimed yes. in and said something like, just call it in the ring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just, you know, whatever. And By the way, yeah, it's worth also noting that Cannon camped out in the Coyote, in the Coyote locker room for yeah. that for this ex, uh, specific show, which, always welcome. Yeah. Always welcome. But, yeah, anyways, I'm sorry, go on. Um, he was just like, call just, it in the just ring. Just call it in the ring. Um, and Guido said, you can't nowadays. You All the complicated shit these people were all doing, we, we, we can't call this style of wrestling. Anyone can... Call tackle, drop down, hip toss, you know. But with all the complicated stuff we do, we can't call it in the ring anymore. I love it. I I love that he just knows that. Yeah, and and he's cool with it. Yes, I also cool with it. I also love that he didn't get that Cannon was very clearly joking in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, Um, like I mean, he's right. Like yeah. So, Do you think, like, the best wrestlers in the world right now don't call their shit in the ring? Dude. Sami Zayn does not call his shit in the ring. You know, Roman Reigns doesn't call his shit in the ring. Like, I'm sorry to, like, yeah. burst anyone's bubble, but... Now... Kenny Omega, mean, mo- Kenny Omega most specifically does not call no, his shit in never. the ring. And if I'm going top three in the world right now, I'm hard-pressed to think of anyone else on that list. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I mean, in in this exact moment, because I know, oh, yeah, I've talk, yeah. I know it we've talked about it before. But it'll change tomorrow morning. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it seems as though. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, we call this waterfall. Uh, well, actually, we call the order of the waterfall, mm-hmm. um, and then we start going through and asking or, and do like adding in what move we're gonna hit or whatever. yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. We get to Connor, who is going to hit something on Guido. Yes. Guido pitches um, a flapjack, which I've never seen Connor do. Sure. Um, what else was the... What was the other thing? It was so... It was weird. Maybe like, maybe like a back body drop, which I've yeah. never seen Connor do. Connor, the fucking nuts on him. I wouldn't have done this. He goes... I was going to say, I would have just done whatever the fuck Guido said he wanted to bump on. He was like, you cool with a double arm DDT? (laughs) Wow. And I immediately went, that's not happening. Long story short, that happened. Uh, So I got a backhanded version of that exact exchange or whatever from Mr. Cannon. Because evidently, from his perspective at least... Guido didn't know what the fuck a double arm DDT was. He was like, "Yeah, explain it to me. What do you What do you mean? Yeah, like I'm just gonna have you go like this. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, and then he was like, "You You go to your ass. No, uh, I'm gonna take the back bump. Right. You can, you can even take it onto your knees and, and yeah. Isn't that gonna look like shit? I mean, no, yeah, it but <laughs> if, you, if you pop up, if you pop up afterwards, it it looks fine. You know. 
or what, I, I think that's what Connor said. I don't know, but I I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It's this really funny because I didn't know I, I didn't know that part of the story. At what, in at hindsight, point, I would have just Connor, told Connor like, no, when he says flapjack, he's meaning to like pop you up. No, it was and, the grab. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, like I would. I still would have done 3D. that. Yeah, I still um, would have done that, dude. Uh, Connor at one point, like while he's explaining what yeah. the double arm DDT is. <laughs> Somehow he goes, like the Mick Foley move. Yeah. And that didn't work still. Dude, that's the thing that Cannon said was, he was like, I bet if you'd called it the Cactus DT, yeah. he would have yeah. got it. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. I love how we both choose to take a drink at the exact same time. Yes, creating the unfortunate pause for the listeners. Which is what, why I went, mm. Mm. anyway. Um, Go on. We didn't ring the opening bell at all. Yeah, well, we're breaking the format. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't consider this a formatted show. This is just wrestling is happening. Yeah, but it's tech, it's it's a what are we even doing? I mean, if we have to, I'll go get a can right now. Don't don't it will doubt it or will, tempt me. It will absolutely be the latest opening bell of all time. <laughs> Hold on. I have a... I brought a can for it. This is amazing, guys. This is historic. This is the type of thrilling content you can only get here on What Are We Even Doing? When we are how far in? Uh, 57 minutes. Almost an hour. And only now are we ringing this. (laughs) Dude. That is insane. A new record has been set. Um... So By a long shot, dude. We're never gonna. We got to the main event before the opening bell. Oh man, what is this mid south? Um, yeah, it is. So I I feel like there is a lot that could be talked about on this Dreamwave show, but there there's a, a few things that just really need a lot of attention. But I'm I'm gonna say this. I feel like the show overall was very good. Yeah. The critiques and criticisms I heard were. Pretty minimal, honestly. Mm. Um, however, it is worth noting and talking about, folks. We got to talk about this four-way because if y'all haven't seen it, and and I say this because we have wrestling on the TV right now in the living room. It is it is on mute clearly, but um, El Vahingo, or I'm sorry, El Hio de Vahingo, yes, made his debut. Gringo Loco, Ray Horace also making his debut, and Black Taurus making his debut. I always thought it was Black Taurus. I did too until I was uh, somewhat recently corrected. Mm. It's spelled and looks like Taurus, and I think with the English accent, that's what it is, but it's Taurus. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah? Like, I'd seen a lot of clips of him from like PWG and all this other stuff, and I was like, holy shit. You know, I don't think more insane things have happened in that building. Yeah, guys, if if you have IWTV, it, it's hard to describe. Honestly, I'm gonna it's, watch it tonight. Like, yeah, when I go home and I watch wrestling with uh, Jake. Yeah, ho- hopefully he'll still be on. Um, I'm putting that show on, and that's at least one of the matches that I will see. The out. the day after this show, I went to work. Uh, <laughs> um, 
when I came home, it was already on IWTV. Yeah. Amazing turnaround time. Um, yeah. And I selfishly and greedily, I watched that four-way and I watched my match. Yeah. And that was it. Like, okay, so we can go, let's, let's start with behind the curtain. Ever since that match got announced, I feel like the fear and terror on the card was where is it going to be on the lineup and who is on after. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, I remember distinctly, the one of the first things that Gage said was, the Lucha match is after ours, so right. <laughs> we're exactly. good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and like I'll tie it back into me and Vic's thing too, honestly. So like, uh, it's also worth noting that when that match was first announced, um, Vikingo's contract. I, I like we're gonna go pretty far behind the beads here, guys. Initially, that match was not allowed to be streamed for monetary compensation. That was part of his AAA contract. Okay. Which means that if you're streaming it for an IWTV a smart mark video, a fight TV, whatever, anything where people are paying money to see it, you're not allowed. Mm. They since then have foregone this, you know, whatever. Thank God. Because when this was initially announced, I went to Jay and, you know, whatever, and I was like, okay, so what do we do? Because doing a live broadcast for IWTV adds a lot of, Production, it adds crew, you know, it adds yeah. setup, everything else. So, options were, it opens the show, and we don't stream it. It's just for the people that are there. Okay, cool. Then what? <laughs> or, option two, which was discussed and, and brought to me, it goes on last. So, it would have been me and Vic, and then this... But without it being streaming. And it would have in essence been a, for lack of a better term, a dark main event for the people in attendance. Which, don't get me wrong, like we were just talking about, you know, in essence 500 people. Yeah. But you're still not streaming it. And there's money to be made there. So I was like, myself personally, I fought for it to not be the opener. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I take that back. I for I fought for it to not go on last. I didn't want that greedily. I was like, what if it was you know right before intermission or after intermission, and we just made the live stream feed something, just play an old match or a repeated logo or something. Yeah, but you run into production issues this and the other. Thankfully. Yeah. This ended up not being an issue. Great, because that sounds like a headache. Jesus. Yeah, and and for us, and we're not even... Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't have to fucking deal with that. You shit. don't have to do shit. I will go home and forget that that was an issue. Yeah. But that sounds like a headache. Yeah, and that was another thing that, like, going... Uh, up until about the last week or two before the show that was on my mind. Because I was like... Fuck, man. Like, if that's the opener, whoever is number two is behind the big state ball. Yeah. You know, and if it's on last, fuck, that's just going to be weird. Like, I, there's just not another way for me to describe it. 
However, this match. Io Del Vikingo is, to me, what Ray Phoenix is to everyone. <laughs> oh, no, like, I, okay, I like Ray Phoenix in the right context specifically. Vikingo is better. Yeah. Like, um, he, he, the, the balls on that fucking man. Yeah, and his, it, 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 as contrived and bullshit as it, a lot of it is, mm-hmm. it still looks like he's going for moves. Sure. Him, Ray Phoenix is just doing flips. Everyone talking about the uh, Vikingo catching his balance on the rope, doing a cartwheel into a Rana. Yeah. I'm not saying that's not impressive. It's mind-blowing. It really is. For me, him going from standing on the post to hop onto the top rope to front flip rebound Hipponesa off the other rope is the goddamnedest thing I think I've seen. Yeah. It's the most insane wrestling spot I've ever seen. And... I watched it on the monitor live when it happened. I'm so glad I was watching when it happened. One of the craziest things I think I've ever seen in my life. And and this is a, this is also in a match that had a from the outside to the inside corkscrew 450. This is also a match that had a 630. This is a match that had multiple dives. This is a match that had a top rope gorilla press into Michinoku driver. That is true. That like, also And happened. that was what the seventh thing that I listed, you know? <laughs> like, uh, it was that move in that clip that I saw on Twitter today that made me think, wow, commentary is fucking awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. Big shout out to commentary. Kyle Fields, Gage Bright, they, killing it. They got a lot of love on the Twitter machine for their commentary, and that made me very happy. So they make it feel so big. I love I, that. I agree. When a lot of the commentary that I've heard for independent wrestling is like, oh, wow, which is fine. Yeah. It serves the purpose. But but when it's when also, it, like, you hear a lot of this on the commentary for the indie source, like, oh, man, here's the part where I get myself over. Like, that shit, fuck yeah. that. I hate it. Um, sorry, I, I didn't mean to hijack that. From no, that, no, like that good on great. good on Kyle and Gage. I, I think yeah. they're crushing. It. I I hope they, I hope they are the commentary team for Dreamwave. Just period going yeah. forward. Um, that four way though, hot damn! Ah, it's it's insane. You um, you had a tweet a few days ago about the next the the next Fast and Furious movie, Fast X. Yeah, yeah. Where it was, you know, I know what this is going to be. I'm so excited. Right, exactly. Like I don't sure. I he get gets it. harpooned by two helicopters and then he ramps his car off of the road onto a lower road and the inertia pulls the two helicopters together and they explode and he keeps fucking driving. Damn right. Now here's the thing. To me, <laughs> I've come to accept that, like, this style of wrestling is the pro wrestling equivalent of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. So, like, when, um, a, a week or two ago when I saw, oh, it's the Elite versus Top Flight and AR Fox. My what, man, that's... What a, what a time. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not going into this expecting, <laughs> like, drama or, like, great emotional investment. I'm expecting... Yeah. A car that's been harpooned by two helicopters using inertia to cause them to kill each other. <laughs> also, that match, in that exact context, 
fucking ruled. It was yeah. so good. But, like, that's... With these four I, ways and stuff like that, that's what I've just... I, yeah. I, that's how I've trained my mind to think of it. Yeah. Dude, anytime you say... Like, you describe something or you say... In this specific instance, when you said that match... Yeah. And your next words were, my man. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. That's one uh, of those... We always have that recurring conversation of things that just, no matter what, right. they get you. Those guaranteed bits in comedy. Yeah. My man. My man. That's one of them. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about your actual working experience in with Guido and the match. Like, um, So we had... So when it's all said and done, we had planned. We had two bits of interaction. Yes. Well, three technically, but there was a little bit of a wrestling bit at the end, at the beginning, yeah. that led into dance off thing. Yeah. And then he hit the finish on me. That yes. That was our basically our interaction. So what he called was basically wrestling around for a little bit. He'll Matt Matt return me. I'll come out of it and be like, "What the heck?" Into the dance off, like yes. that quick. Right. What happens instead is we're like circling up, and he's like. Trying to knuckle lock me, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, we're already starting differently. And then he single legs me. I'm yeah. confused immediately. Yeah, because what's what are we doing? Now, right? but, but I'm by, going with him. By I'm the loose. way, are you aware even at this point that legit shoot background here from yeah, Guido? Yeah, okay, okay. I was, I'm aware. Um, and I felt it because he single legs me. I'm confused, but I'm going with him, right? Yeah. A quarter. Millisecond later. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was that quick. Yeah. Something hit my nose so <laughs> f- motherfucking hard. Yeah. Tears, nose running immediately. I was worried for a second, because when I felt it running, I was like... Right. Think you're bleeding, yeah. Yeah. But it's not. It wasn't. Um, we know should do blood sport. That'd be dope. I'm sincere when I say that. Like, yeah. That would be awesome. Um. What was I saying? Your nose is running. Oh yeah, eyes are watering. That led into the dance spot, so my nose right. is in agony. <laughs> Everything is awful, <laughs> and I'm supposed to do this dance spot. Now here's the thing. I want to clear. This is the I've been waiting because I hold off on Twitter. <laughs> I hold off on Twitter. This is where I get to clear my name. Okay. It is. Genuinely hard for me to be off rhythm. Yes. Like, because that's just how my brain works. Music is a driving force for you. Yes. I'm not saying that I have expert moves. Right. But I can at least dance on fucking beat. Alright? <laughs> it was a bit. I'm tired of being told I'm the worst <laughs> dancer that anyone's ever I... seen. I, Plus, I I can't do actually actual dance moves, dude. I sh- I wish I could have done the Carlton. If I was a baby face, I would have sure. done the Carlton. I would have fucking rocked that house down, dude. <laughs> I would have done the splits for the first time. Oh my god, I would have loved to see that. I I put it over afterwards. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know that like you're intentionally being bad at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is the point of the spot or whatever. Yeah. Um, Anything else specifically oh, about like? So, this is another thing that we were caught when we were calling it. Um, but uh, when we get to the finish, the, the waterfall led right into the finish. For yeah, us. it was literally 
Uh, Connor hits Guido with something. Bop, 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 bop. We come yeah. back to I hit something on Gage. Guido hits me with the finish. The we're, we're done. Yeah. Um, what he called, he was like, I don't remember what he called it. It was a different thing, but he was like, um, I'll grab you, like, uh, grab your arms from behind, and you mm-hmm. twist, and you put your head, like, my lower back, and I'll mm-hmm. jump up, and I'll go down. It's like the, 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 the edge move. And, I, and I, I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell him it's Christian's finish actually. Yeah. But uh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what that is. So yeah, I got it's hit the unprettier. With, I got hit with the unprettier the kill by, switch, by Lil Guido. Yeah. Love it. I didn't know he yeah. ever did that. No, that was his finish in ECW. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um. The. F- okay. So the first name that I ever heard for that move. It was called the Impaler, and then they, for whatever reason, switched that name to Gangrel's version of the DDT. Yeah, which was really weird at the time. And then, um, not long after that, Edge and Christian became like Edge and Christian that we know. Yeah, and it was the Unprettier. Then years later, I found out that Tommy Rogers actually like quote, invented or at least popularized this move and called it the Tamikaze, mm. which is a really, really good name great. for a yeah. move. Like, that that's undeniably good. Yeah. So, to me, Tamikaze, unprettier, kill switch, that dropkick looked brutal. Um, I'll accept any of them. Yeah. But I, I, I find it funny that it was, yeah, you know, the edge move. I knew it as kill switch first. Yeah. Um... Do you know why it was called the unprettier? Um, no. Because after he would hit it, you're not pretty. Well, I figured that much. I thought yeah. there was like something else behind no, it. Yeah. That's well, it. then yes, I do know. Uh, I wish I could remember who, but there was a women's wrestler that was using it then called it the I'm prettier. Okay. And I was like, that's I'll accept that. That's a yeah, good joke. That's you a know? good one. Yeah. And it, when it's a when you name it differently and it's a pun off of what the move is originally called or sure. what someone else like that popularizes it's called, I love that. No, oh, like, yeah. Whenever, like, like the shiniest wizard, right? I, I love that. It's I just, agree. Because glimmering warlock, you know, absolutely, like. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, dude. Um, uh, okay, so what more is there to talk about as far as the sh- like? The show was a smash success. We had a really, really... Speaking of waterfall, we had a batshit crazy waterfall yeah. in your match. Yeah, we did. Um, so, a big part of... Like... Okay, so like we, we go back behind the beads on here quite a bit. I am so huge on just building my matches, right? And like the psychology and the structure, and that was dope. Um, yeah. And like... And I picked how to, that how up to make from this you different. as well. Yeah. I like different. I just did a match that was different. You know about that. But yeah. We won't go into that. Anyway. But it's the thing where I'm like, okay, I, I think that my mindset is like, if we're, say I'm in a, a match that's a comedy match, right? Hey man, if we're the only comedy match on the card, then we're the best one, right? Well, the problem with this one was we're on last this is a main event. Well, that four-way is a main event. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's several... You know, Hammerstone versus Lindsay is a main event. <laughs> you know, there's a lot on this card that's a main event quality match. 
So for me, Aldis. I was like, huh? Nick, Nick Aldis versus Mike versus Bennett. Mike. That happened on that card. Nick Aldis is eight times bigger than I thought he was. Same. Massive. Monsters Just a big. huge man. Brutus Magnus. <laughs> Just brutal. Um, so my, my thing was, okay, I want to maximize the drama on this. Yeah. And the week of the show, I was in my car at work, and I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh my god, like... It came to me in a dream, lightning yeah. struck or whatever. The the biggest waterfall that we could have. And because I thought, I was like, okay, wait. If I have three guys, and technically speaking, Vic does two, the math balances out. So the, the referee gets bumped. Uh, Pemberton absolutely died a miserable death on this big boot from me. Got um, to. Got to. Biggest waterfall that I think that we've ever had at Dreamwave. In <laughs> my opinion. I, okay. In my opinion. Maybe. That's if, fair. If, if bare minimum, the most over. <laughs> because starts off, everything. Su- I took a Snapdragon suplex, by the way, and I've seen the footage of it. Oh, I'm more flexible than I fucking thought I was. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all this crazy shit happens. Uh, Zishi hits a cutter on Perna. Huge reaction. One of the biggest yeah. pops of the night. You fucking murder Zishi. <laughs> fucking Bomb Shelly brings you down, shining uh, wizard on you. Yeah. Hits the big tornado DDT on me. Huge fucking reaction. Everything passed it. Like, I, I loved all of it. It was so good. All you guys deserve your props. I know I said it downstairs afterwards, but I was like... I know that it seems simple, but I was like, I needed it to be perfect, and yeah. all everyone involved absolutely smashed it. I was so happy with it. Mm-hmm. Love. I it. even loved the way that even though Zishi was like he was selling towards the hard cam, which mm-hmm. we told we we were supposed to go we parallel to go yeah. away from yes. or or like slightly turn away because in essence we don't want. To be looking at the person as they're coming. Correct. But he went right up to the rope, so I slid past him and was yeah. like, that was no, like all one of those was good. in the moment things where I was like, okay, the positioning yeah. is a little bit differently, but I like this. No, I love it. It was great. So good. So good. And it was over as fuck. That and hey, that's the best. Yeah. Um And now I think I'm either the first three time champion. But it might be Brew Baker. I thought it was, but Is I could brew? be wrong. I don't know. I'm either the first or the second. I'll have to look it up. I should have pulled that up. The Wikipedia for the Dreamwave title the, image. Oh my god! Where the fuck was I at? Um, we should do that at some point. No, for sure. Because uh, I didn't even think about that. Anyway. Also, and then like before the next morning, a lot of shit got announced for the next Dreamwave show anniversary, which. Folks. Holy fuck. Boy, howdy. Um, and I know other things that are coming. What a, that more are coming. To talk about. More are coming. But the big one for me personally, we are running it back. Myself versus John Morrison. Ten years. Um, it's crazy. You better hit him with a falcon arrow. Got to. Nice. So Nice. Um... <laughs> We talked about it on here? Yeah. yeah I think, okay, yeah. okay. I think that would have been a very... Yeah, well, when, yeah. We, when we did the Watch Your Toes, we're dropping names. Yo, that's right, that's right. Episode. Um, so, I 
I, I will say this, and we can start wrapping this up. I had been pitched several possibilities for my match with in, at anniversary. Mm. Like, maybe five different ones. And they were all name, per, name people. And they were all big things, you know, this, that, and the other. And uh, I get a message one day that just says, a new player has entered the field. And uh, it was John Morrison. Mm. And I said, it's got to be that. Like, if he's available, that's what it's got to be. Because, here's the thing. If this was a month after, I would have said, well, let's figure something out. If it had been a month prior, I would have said, well, let's figure something out. But I go, whole shit. It's ten years to the show. Yeah. It was anniversary 2013. I'm like... Okay. I didn't even think... Of, yeah. That's the entire... Like... I had I had options and I said that is the one for that reason. And I like, like that you do that. That's yeah. That's cool. Is there someone on the list that you haven't wrestled before? Yeah. See, and I like that you went with someone that would be more for the story. Yeah. Of it. Because I, I was than necessarily oh, I want to work with all the names. No, 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 no. Like like my big thing was like the the promos that I can film. Yeah. It that lit that that's easy material. You know what I mean? That's yeah. it's right there, and I go plus like there's investment from like longtime Dreamway fans that are gonna yeah exactly, <laughs> you being one of them um yeah I I just thought I was like that's to me that's the best business like plus like I like John <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh, I think I know what you guys are doing I don't want to say it on here in case I'm wrong. Which, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk um, about it as soon as we turn off the mic. Last thing I want to say is um, Connor, Berna, and I have wrestled in six mans with two ECW legends. Yeah. Which is, I, I just love that that specific scenario has happened more than once. Yeah. I think Super it's cool Super crazy shit. and little Guido. I, I also think it's cool, too, that Guido's are like, oh, you can't call matches these days with this complicated shit. Every time I think of Guido and ECW, I think of triple threats with him, Tajiri, and Super Crazy. Yeah. I guarantee you, those were not called on the fly. <laughs> yeah, they know. <laughs> like, oh, um, fuck. It's funny to me. Uh, should we plug stuff? Uh, Wrap this should. up? You got anything else you want to say? There was one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, we got a mail. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Das mail. Das mail? Is letter time. Alright, we only From got Dust one, Gmail. here we go. Alright, here we go. From friend of the show, Barry. He writes, no subject. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. I always forget to email you guys when I have a topic that I think might make some fun conversation for the podcast. I saw this on Reddit and <laughs> thought I'd throw it to you guys. Might take some time and some research, but I think it would be interesting to talk about. Create the perfect WrestleMania card using only matches from previous WrestleManias. You must include matches for a world title, a tag team title, a mid-card title, and a women's title. Your card should have no more than eight matches. So here's the catch. You cannot use the same wrestlers more than once. So for example, if you use Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from Mania 25, you cannot use either guy again. I figure it could be a good segment or episode. Use it or don't. I can't tell you what to do. You guys are adults, so do whatever you want. 
I want to take this opportunity to let you guys know I love the podcast. It is legitimately one of the highlights of my week. It's like I'm hanging out with a couple of friends after a long week. You guys rule. Keep up the excellent work. Sincerely, Barry. Barry, first and foremost, thank you for the kind words. Yes. That's super fucking cool and awesome. Having said that, I will commit to doing this. I don't want to do it right now. No, no, because no. Because I think I this want to do actually... this as a whole episode. Okay. I think we can get a whole episode out of this. Eight, eight, eight matches from you, eight matches from me. Yeah. With these rules and parameters. Yeah, and we can decide which one gets to be night one, which one gets to be night two. Well, oh, 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 okay, okay. So your, your eight match card could be a night one. Yeah. My eight match card could be a night two or vice versa. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know why I'm going that level with it. Okay. I feel like I was just okay. thinking of a way to rank them, like whose mania is better. <laughs> yeah. Might, honestly, that might not work though, because by technicality, we, you and I, are probably going to have some crossovers. I would. I would wager eight. Maybe maybe one or two. I I like that this has rules to it though. Yeah. Absolutely. So eight matches. You have your. Women's match, your heavyweight title match, your mid-card match, your tag title match. So that's four. So you're going to have four championship matches and then presumably four other quote-unquote dub, like WrestleMania matches. I already know one of them. For me. Oh, nope, 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 yeah. nope, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. there's that back. Um, I will happily commit to putting in the time and doing this as its own separate episode. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to screenshot this email so that it's and always please, in the And please send that to me as well so yes. that I can remember the rules and parameters for it. Holy shit. Sorry, Jack Evans is on our television right now. Um, yeah, no, Barry, that's awesome. That's really cool. Also, glad that you like the show. Uh, let's see, Let's. you want to plug some shit? Yeah. Of course, Dreamwave. Of course. We were just talking about them. Got to. Um, Rocket Pro. Rocket Pro. Doing good business. St. Louis Anarchy. Also doing great business. Recent uh, attendance record, actually. Hell yeah. Yep. Dollar Menu Mid-Carters. Dollar Menu uh, Mid-Carters. Uh, review, review. Review, review. Yes, please check out our friends over there. They are painfully still somewhat covering uh, 2000 WCW. Yeah, the WCW and the ECW to our WWE. <laughs> The Alliance. Long live the Alliance. Long live the Alliance. Um, let's see what else. Uh, also, uh, check out our friends uh, Magnum Pro Wrestling. Coming back. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming back under new ownership um, due to the unfortunate passing of Jason Strife. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, Zawa Live. Check out Zawa Live. That might be all I have for the time being. <laughs> At this chain underscore QD. At Wildwood Podcast. For uh, my Twitter, if you want to see disagreeable Des Chain say mean things to Conan until he responds. You rat bastard, Conan. Uh, having said that, yeah, let's wrap this up. I'm going to take a shower and go to bed. I'm going to go home and watch that match, that four-way match, actually, probably. Um, yeah, I think we should just kind of like anticlimactically end the episode right in the middle of it.